0: Section 11 of A Color Notation by Albert Henry Mansell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Ava'i in May 2017. Chapter 6 Color Notation. Suggestion of a Chromatic Score. The last chapter traced a series of steps leading to the construction of a practical color sphere each color was tested by appropriate instruments to assure its degrees of hue value and chroma before being placed in position then the total sphere was tested to detect any lack of balance each color was also written by a letter and two numerals showing its place in the three scales of hue value and chroma this naturally suggests not only a record of each separate color sensation but also a union of these records in series and groups to form a color score, similar to the musical score by which the measured relations of sound are recorded. A very simple form of color score may be easily imagined as a transparent envelope wrapped around the equator of the sphere and forming a vertical cylinder On the envelope the equator traces a horizontal center line, which is at five of the value scale, with zones six, seven, eight, and nine as parallels above, and the zones four, three, two, and one below. Vertical lines are drawn through ten equidistant points on this center line, corresponding with the divisions of the hue scale, and marked R, YR, Y R, Y, gy g bg b pb p and rp the transparent envelope is thus divided into one hundred compartments which provide for ten steps of value in each of the ten middle colours now if we cut open this envelope along one of the verticals as for instance red purple rp It may be spread out, making a flat chart of the colour-sphere, Figure 22. Why green is given the centre of the score. A cylindrical envelope might be opened on any desired meridian, but it is an advantage to have green, G, at the centre of the chart, and it is therefore opened at the opposite point, red-purple, R.P., To the right of the green centre are the meridians of green-yellow, gy, yellow, y, yellow-red, yr, and red, r, all of which are known as warm colours because they contain yellow and red. To the left are the meridians of blue-green, bg, blue, b, purple-blue, pb, and purple, p, all of which are called cool colours because they contain blue green being neither warm nor cold of itself and becoming so only by additions of yellow or of blue thus serves as a balancing point or centre in the hue scale footnote to put this in terms of the spectrum wave lengths long waves at the red end of the spectrum give the sensation of warmth while short waves at the violet end cause the sensation of coolness midway between these extremes is the wavelength of green end footnote. the color score presents four large divisions or color fields made by the intersection of the equator with the meridian of green above the center are all light colors and below it are all dark colors to the right of the center are all warm colors, and to the left are all cool colors. Middle green, 5g5 5 over 5, is the center of balance for these contrasted qualities, recognized by all practical color workers. The chart forms a rectangle whose length equals the equator of the color sphere, and its height equals the axis, a proportion of 3.14 to 1 representing a union and balance of the scales of hue and of value. This provides for two color dimensions. But, to be complete, the chart must provide for the third dimension, chroma. Replacing the chart around the sphere and joining its ends so that it reforms the transparent envelope, we may thrust a pin through at any point until it pierces the surface of the sphere. Indeed, the pin can be thrust deeper until it reaches the neutral axis, thus forming a scale of chroma for the colour point where it enters. In the same way, any colours on the sphere, within the sphere, or without it, can have pins thrust into the chart to mark their place, and the length by which each pin projects can be taken as a measure of chroma. If the chart is now unrolled, it retains the pins, which by their place describe the hue and value of a color, while their length describes its chroma. Pins stuck into the score represent chroma. With this idea of the third color dimension incorporated in the score, we can discard the pin and record its length by a numeral. Any dot placed on the score marks a certain degree of hue and value while a numeral beside it marks the degree of chroma which it carries uniting with the hue and value of that point to give us a certain colour glancing over a series of such colour points the eye easily grasps their individual character and connects them into an intelligible series thus a flat chart becomes the projection of the colour solid and any colour in that solid is transferred to the surface of the chart retaining its degrees of hue value and chroma so far the scales have been spoken of as divided into ten steps but they may be subdivided much finer if desired by use of the decimal point it is a question of convenience whether to make a small score with only the large divisions or a much larger score with a hundred times as many steps in the latter case each hue has ten steps the middle step of green being distinguished as 5G5 over 5 to suggest the four steps 1G, 2G, 3G, 4G which precede it, and 6G, 7G, 8G, and 9G which follow it toward blue-green. The score preserves color records in a convenient shape. Such a colour score or notation diagram, to be made small or large as the case demands, offers a very convenient means for recording colour combinations when pigments are not at hand. To display its three dimensions a little model can be made with three visiting cards, so placed as to present their mutual intersection at right angles. Figure twenty-four. 5g, 5 over 5, is their center of mutual balance. A central plane separates all colors into two contrasted fields. To the right are all warm colors, to the left are all cool colors. Each of these fields is again divided by the plane of the equator into lighter colors above and darker colors below. These four colour fields are again subdivided by a transverse plane through 5G5 over 5 into strong colours in front and weak colours beyond or behind it. Any colour group whose record must all be written to the right of the centre is warm because red and yellow are dominant. One to the left of the centre must be cool because it is dominated by blue. A group written all above the centre must have light in excess, while one written entirely below is dark to excess. Finally a score written all in front of the centre represents only strong chromas, while one written behind it contains only weak chromas. From this we gather that a balanced composition of colour preserves some sort of equilibrium, uniting degrees of warm and cool of light and dark and of weak and strong which is made at once apparent by the dots on the score a single colour like that of a violet a rose or a buttercup appears as a dot on the score with a numeral added for its chroma a parti-coloured flower such as a nasturtium is shown by two dots with their chromas and a bunch of red and yellow flowers will give by their dots a colour passage or silhouette whose warmth and lightness is unmistakable the chroma of each flower written with the silhouette completes the record the hues of a beautiful persian rug with dark red predominating or of a dure tapestry in which green is dominant or a japanese print with blue dominant will trace upon the score a pattern descriptive of its colour qualities. These records, with practice, become as significant to the eye as the musical score. The general character of a colour combination is apparent at a glance, while its degrees of chroma are readily joined to fill out the mental image. Such a plan of colour notation grows naturally from the spherical system of measured colours. It is hardly to be hoped, in devising a color score, that it should not seem crude at first. But the measures forming the basis of this record can be verified by impartial instruments and have a permanent value in the general study of color. They also afford some definite data as to personal bias in color estimates. This makes it possible to collect in a convenient form two contrasting and valuable records one preserving such effects of colour as are generally called pleasing and another of such groups as are found unpleasant to the eye out of such material something may be gained more reliable than the shifting personal and contradictory statements about colour harmony now prevalent end of section eleven